Are you ready to elevate your business to new heights? Well, we've got something extraordinary for you. Mark your calendars for the LCR Summit 2024 happening January 19th and 20th in Atlanta. This event is not just a summit, it's a catalyst for growth and success. Whether you're a business professional, a content creator, or a landscape business owner, the LCR Summit is tailored just for you. Picture this. A career transformation in just two days. Day one brings you podcast mastery with industry experts Paul Jamison and Mr. Producer. Learn the art of successful podcasting from pitching to brands to effective monetization. Plus, dive into YouTube and content creation secrets with Jeremy Vest. Unlocking strategies to captivate your audience and amplify your digital presence. Day two is packed with essentials for your business. Business acumen with John Pajak covers financial management, while Keith Kalfas reveals cutting-edge marketing strategies. And that's not all. Marvin Salcedo shares the keys to building a strong team and nurturing a positive company culture. But wait, there's more. A keynote session with Jonathan Potashnik on building a million-dollar business. Get ready for actionable insights that could turn you into a lawn care millionaire. Why should you be there? Well, to learn from industry-leading speakers, connect with peers and leaders, and enjoy an exclusive VIP dinner if you're among the first 25 to register. Invest in your success with practical workshops and tailored content. Seating is limited, so don't delay. Get one-day access for $295 or go all-in on the full two-day experience at just $495. Act now. Seize this opportunity. Visit lcrsummit.com or click the link in the podcast description to secure your spot at the LCR Summit 2024. This isn't just an event, it's a turning point for your professional journey. Your future awaits. Here we go. Thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. Back again, another episode here. We're focusing on the LCR Summit coming up January 19th and 20th, and I'm trying to get all of the presenters uh, from the LCR Summit on the podcast so that they can share a little bit about themselves and what they're going to be talking about or focusing on at their workshop at the LCR Summit. And today's episode, I have Marvin Salcedo. How's it going, Marvin? Wonderful. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for carving some time out of your day to to uh, talk shop and get everybody fired up for the LCR Summit. It's my pleasure. Awesome. So, you know, let's let's just dive right into it. I, I've known you for for set for many years. I, if I I don't even I'd have to think back how many years, but it's it's been a few for sure. And um, it's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and I I've personally seen the evolution, and you know I've heard your story, and I you know went went to um. Um, uh, Tyler, Texas, multiple times to do two different versions of Get to Know the Pro on YouTube on my YouTube channel. The first one was amazing and was the, it's the most viewed video out of the series of all the seasons that I have. Crazy, yeah, and one of the top videos on my channel. Actually, it's almost it's almost at a hundred thousand views. So it's a really popular video. Yeah, a lot of people have gotten to know you, and I know like like Call Boss, you know, hashtag not sponsored, but Call Boss was telling me at SEC <laughs> that they they got a lot of 
of attention from that video as well because we had talked about it because we were using them at the time. Yeah. So anyway, I, I know all about your backstory. And if people want to see some visuals of like, you know, the early Marvin Salcedo, which wasn't early, early, but it was, you know, a, a, a previous, you know, evolution. The rebirth. Yes, <laughs> exactly. With Salcedo lawns. Like you can see that on my YouTube channel at Long Care Rookie. But for those of, uh, for everyone listening that just wants to kind of get to the meat and potatoes right now in this episode, let's kind of dig in a little bit. What's, what's your, what's a little bit about your backstory? Like what, what you do now and, and um, how, how did you get to that point? to where you are now so what i do now um man so i spend the majority of my days coaching um i work with other smaller um businesses in the service industry and uh, help them to grow their businesses and make sure they stay on uh, on the right track because like they say you don't know what you don't know and uh it helps having an outside perspective and somebody to get that fifty thousand foot view and, uh, and see, uh, you know, somebody that can pinpoint, uh, the, the problems in your business or where you're going, where you're doing great. And you can really focus on that and continue to push it forward faster. Um, but when you don't know, when you've never been there, when you've never been through it, it helps to have somebody on your side that can come alongside you and point you in the right direction and say, Hey, if I were in your shoes, this is what I would do. And, uh, you know, I'm not one of those coaches that, uh, like they say with, you know, teachers, if you can't do teach, um, you know, I, I have done this and that that's what I do. I, I tell them, look, this is how I did it. This is my real world experience. This is not a theory for me. This is exactly how I did it. And I'm, I'm able to come alongside them and help them push their business forward. And so, man, I love it. And then along with that, you know, I'm constantly looking for new opportunities on how to grow businesses, uh, my, my own business. Um, I'm looking at purchasing other companies. Uh, I'm constantly have my fingers in something. Uh, I'm not one to really sit around and do nothing for very long. Um, I tend to uh, Amazon too much when I sit around. And so I stay busy <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And uh, I tell you, if I get too bored, I end up buying another company. So I guess that's not necessarily a bad thing Um, because like like my friend Dom says, he he has little drips coming from everywhere. And that's what I do. I like having little drips coming in, a little bit of income from here, a little bit of income from there. And, uh, you know, that's how I plan on growing my my own little empire over here. So, yeah, I love it. Little empire. So how did this all start to give? Give the listeners some backstory of you know your your experience with uh, team building and company culture because like I said I've I've seen it firsthand and, and witnessed it met a lot of your guys early on before you had multiple businesses with multiple teams and managers and all that so where 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 did it all start? So I mean I've been one I've been in companies before that I've worked for other people. And I see, I've seen the benefit of having a great culture because I've been on both sides of it where it's been a good culture, been a bad culture. And, and when it's, when it's a bad culture, it's tough. Uh, You tend to turn through employees and in the, in this current economy, we need as many employees as we can get. And I don't want to be turning anybody away. And for something as as simple as correcting the culture and making sure things are headed in a good way, that you don't have a toxic culture, um, because that's fixable. 
I mean, that's something that you can tangibly fix. And if, if you don't, if you just let it run amok and do its own thing, then man, it, it can be toxic and you're going to churn through employees. I mean, there, it's going to be a revolving door and I don't want to be that revolving door. You know, I've got guys who've worked for me for 20 plus years and, uh, you know, I mean, they're like fixtures in the, in, in the, in, in the company now because they've been around for so long. And, and the only way that you can do that, the only possible way is to have a good culture. Uh, you can buy people to a point, but at a, at a certain point, it doesn't matter how much you pay them. Uh, if you have a toxic culture, you're going to run them off. And, you know, I've seen the benefit that you're able to do more with less if you have the right culture, because everybody pulls together and they have a common goal. Like, okay, we're pushing forward. This is our goal. This is what we're doing. And yeah, you know, I may not be making as much as I would want to make. And you know what? It it hurts me sometimes because I can't pay them as much as I want to pay them, but I help them how I can. Um, You know, I do whatever I can to, to enrich their lives because at the end of the day, we're with, we're with these people a third of our life, you know, literally a third of our life. We're with the people that we work with. Yeah. And, and I want to make sure that it's people that I want to be around and that people want to be around me. And so I do what I can, how I can to enrich their lives and help push them forward. And, you know, Hey, you know, I've had guys come to me, coach, you know, I say coach, uh, boss, um, you know, I found this class. I want to take it, you know, Hey, absolutely. Go take that. I'll pay for it. Let's get you, let's get you some more knowledge. I'm all for making you a better person. And Hey, ultimately at the end of the day, if you end up leaving, you know, down the, down the road to go better yourself, by all means, let me, let me be your biggest cheerleader. Let me help you accomplish your goals in life. And, you know, I've had people that, uh, have either quit or that we fired for one reason or another that still circle back around and want to come back to work for us. Yeah. They may be frustrated in the moment, but you know what? They could circle back around. They come and work for us and they don't do that to companies that have bad cultures. They do that to companies that have great cultures uh, because they, they realize that grass, the grass wasn't greener on the other side of the fence. The grass is greenest where you water it. And, and that's what we do. We, you know, we try and make this place a great place to work for. And, uh, you know, we, we offer them as much, as much as we can, you know, physically, tangibly. Uh, but we, we try to have fun. We, I want, I want these people to, to be the best version of themselves when they come and work for me. Yeah. It's mowing yards. Yeah. It's tough work, but that doesn't mean that they can't be proud of what they do. And so I want them to be proud of what they do. Yeah. When I was down there three years ago, it was almost three years ago. It was 2020. It's like February, right before COVID. But uh, the the first time I went, I went back there. That uh, I remember you were telling me that you had like a waiting list of of some employees at, at one point. You had employees that you would let go that were asking if they could come back at one point. Like is that kind of company culture yeah. that you just people just wanted to work for Salcedo Lawns at, at that time? You still have Salcedo Lawns, correct? 
Well, it's kind of been incorporated under the new umbrella (laughs) of Salcedo Home Solutions. But yes, sir, it's still around. So that's kind of like the lawn care and landscaping division, kind of like, right? Correct. (laughs) But it's still all under the umbrella of Salcedo Home Solutions. So we don't call it Salcedo Lawn. It's now just Salcedo Home Solutions. And uh, yeah, the name still exists. It's still out there, but... It's under the umbrella of Salcedo Home Solutions. Right. But yeah, we we I we have had people uh and we still have people that um I had a guy uh arrested one time. He had stole from us and he recently has come back asking to come back and work for us. Wow. And uh I mean don't they don't do that. <laughs> it just doesn't happen for places that have bad cultures. Now, are we perfect? By no means are we perfect. We have our hiccups and, you know, we restructure and we go through all kinds of crap. That's life. But in the, in the long run, man, we we enjoy what we do and we have fun doing it. Yeah. So what do you think is more important, um, getting the people or keeping them? Yes. Um, <laughs> no, I would say keeping the people. Um you know, you're, you're going to run through people. You're going to get people through the door. But if that's all you are is a revolving door, you, you've, you've got to, you've got to plug the hole in the back end. You've got to, you've got to keep them around. And the only way that you're going to do that is your company culture. And, uh, you know, yeah, if you're underpaying them massively, you're going to run through them no matter what, it doesn't matter how bad your, or how good your culture is. Um, you've, you've got to be within a market range. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it, but you know, if you're paying a decent, a living wage and you have a great culture and people are going to stick around because they, they realize that you're growing something great and they want to be a part of something great. People want to be a part of something that's bigger than they are. If we were just this mediocre company and we're rocking along and you know, everything's kind of hunky dory. Uh, they would be okay with it and it would just be a job, but I don't want this to just be a job. I want this to be a career, something that they're proud of telling, you know what? Hey, I work for Salcedo Home Solutions. I, I've got vacation. I've got sick time. I've got a 401k with a match. And, you know, my boss, he cares about me. You know, he checks up on me when I'm sick. And, you know, we had a guy who uh, he was on, in a, a head on collision the uh, last week on his way to work. And um, broke his back, uh, survived. Um, wow. They've actually already released him from the hospital. He's already gone through surgery. They've already released him. Uh, he's doing okay. He's on the road to recovery. But you know what? Reaching out. Hey, how's he doing? Is he doing okay? Make sure he knows his job is still here. Uh, that was one of the biggest things he was concerned about is, am I going to lose my job because I didn't show up to work? Hey, life happens. Crap happens. But we want to make sure we want to support you however we can. What that means, I have no idea. But, you know, we're going to have to do our best to work through situations with these people and and just support them and love them and, and do life with them. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. So you had a lawn care or you have a lawn care business. You started just like the rest of us, right? Like, you know, all by yourself with a mower, just getting after it. And then you just rinsed and repeat. Mower, weed eater, and a blower. There you go. That's all you needed. And you just kept growing and adding people and growing and adding people and just rinse and repeat, right? 
Yes, sir. And then, yes, sir. And then you got to the point where you started buying some other businesses. Like when I, the last time I was there, you had just bought the landscape, like nursery type, you know, supply and landscaping business right down the road from you. And then on the other side, down the road, you had bought the uh, automotive uh, shop that where you were getting your trucks fixed. So now it's like uh, everyone's yes, helping sir. each other. Now it's one big, one big happy family. And and obviously you've you've added more on top of that as well to to create the overall home solutions of everything, so that you can be kind of like that one stop shop. Is that is that your goal? I know we talked about this a little bit on the last episode, but just to get people caught back up to speed, is that like your ultimate? Was your ultimate goal like initially like? how can I streamline this process for people so they can just go to one place and, you know, one contact and just get whatever they need? So originally all I wanted to do was lawn and landscaping. I wanted to super focus on that and that's all I wanted to do. But my vision has grown and things have morphed throughout the years. And uh, as I've gotten some, brought some great people around me, I realized that, hey, I can expand this. I can do more than what we're currently doing, which is why I've created some synergy and, and opened up these, excuse me, these other avenues and, and other service lines uh, so that we can better help people. Um, you know, we just added uh, housekeeping. Uh, garage doors, installation and repair, home remodeling, and HVAC services. And, uh, you know, the more times that I'm able to be in somebody's home and help them be their solution to their problem, the better. Because I've already built, they've already built trust with me or if I've, I've already built trust with them. And so when I come to them and I say, hey, I noticed that your garage door looks like it's been hanging up every time that you go in and out. Hey, we can fix that for you. If you'd like, I can get it set up with one of our technicians to come out. You know, would you like for us to work with you on that? Oh, absolutely. Send them out. Let's get it taken care of. Uh, and then, you know, hey, when the HVAC system breaks down, uh, you know, or it's not cooling or heating like it's supposed to, I want to be their, their first call. I want to come out, help them out. Uh, had a lady reach out to me this morning. Uh, we're fixing her uh, her car. She hit a deer or a dog the other day. Uh, we're fixing her car. She knows that I have, have the home solutions down the road. She messaged me and she said, hey, uh, I need to put a new AC system in my house. Can you give me a quote on that as well? I said, absolutely. Uh, I gave her the number. We got her in touch with uh, the people down at the office and, you know, getting that ball rolling as well. So anytime I can, I can help them out, that's what I want to do. And, you know, is is the money going to come? Absolutely. But ultimately, my goal is just to serve people and help them the best that I can. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so are these, just to clarify, are these like new teams, new technicians that you're adding on or that you're acquiring? Or uh, or is it like, you know, your landscape employees, long landscape employees that are learning new skills and expanding, you know, their workload? So, uh, Jose, that's out there mowing your yard is not going to come inside and clean your house. <laughs> um, we have a totally dedicated crew just for that. Um, now we have in, in this process, we've, we've discovered that some of our guys are multi, multi-talented and they've come forward and said, Hey, I have experience doing that. I'd really like to be a part of that team. And so we've been able to pivot some people and, and, uh, or as we're building it out, they're kind of doing some multifunction. Uh, they'll, they'll do part of their time over here and part of their time over there. Um, 
but it's just kind of until we get it built out, uh, built out, and then we're going to put them in one side or the other. Uh, discovered that one of our guys had his HVAC license, had no idea. And uh, he lacked one more level of license. And uh, I sent him through school and everything to, to go finish that. And he went and got his license the other day to get his final technician license. Nice. And he's working underneath our, our master license. And, uh, you know, had no idea. It probably would have never known um, that, that he had those abilities until we gave him the opportunity. But for the most part, we have dedicated crews that are doing these functions um, because a lot of this is some very technical stuff. And uh, you don't want somebody that's just kind of, you know, they're sitting over there on YouTube trying to figure out, <laughs> OK, how do I fix this? What do I do? No, it's dedicated. We know what we're doing. These guys are trained. They are professionals. And, uh, you know, we're able to service them, you know, with with excellence. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So do you have uh, with all these people that that you that you lead, I'm assuming you have uh, different levels of management helping you, other leaders helping you with this. Right. So what what's what's that hierarchy? Oh, absolutely. Like? So there's no way I could do all of this without a great team um, directly underneath me is my director of operations. And, uh, and she, uh, everybody kind of reports to her and then she reports to me. So we have different levels of management underneath her. Uh, but she has, uh, I think about three or four direct, um, um, people that work directly underneath her. Yeah. Um, so I mean, she's not out there directing 50 different people. She's, right. you know, she's leading three or four different people. And then they're leading a few and they're leading a few on down the road, um, down the road. Nice. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, I've got a great team around me and we're continuing to grow the team and, um, you know, it's, it's been a good process. It's been an interesting, uh, road to go down. Um, it's been a learning process, but it's been really good in the meantime. That's awesome. So what, what are you um, excited about the most, to, at the LCR summit kind of, um, ending off with that and getting people, teased up what are some some things that people can expect to to learn and, and hear about at the lcr summit at, at your workshop talking about team building and company culture so i just i want to pass on the knowledge that i have i mean it's taken me 20 years to be an overnight success and i've done a lot of things um i've done a lot of good and a lot of bad and you know i tell people that i i graduated from the school of hard knocks and uh, it is very true. I mean, I have spent millions on my education learning uh, through trial and error. And, you know, I and I've gotten I have coaches myself that I work with, um, people that have helped guide me in the right direction. And I just want to be able to pass that knowledge on to somebody else, somebody up and coming. You know, I think back if if I had gotten a coach from the very beginning, somebody to really lead me. Uh, how much further would I be right now if I had known now what I knew back or, you know, known back then what I know now, man, I'd, I'd be a hundred million dollar company right now. Yeah. Um, but I don't, and that's okay. Um, but I can pass on that information and that knowledge to, to others that are out there. And I have people reach out to me all the time, asking me questions. I pass on a ton of information all the time. But I want to I want to help guide 
those up and comers. And so that, you know, they can grow amazing businesses and maybe even surpass me. You know, I know I'm not the smartest guy in the room and I'm okay with that. I just know how to bring really great people around me and uh, to help me to achieve my goals. And that's what I do. And I just want to pass on that knowledge. And so that's, that's what I'm hoping to bring to the table uh, at the LCR summit is just bring on my 20 plus years of knowledge and just really, you know, cram it in, focus it, focus it together uh, into a, you know, what, what I have an hour two, and a half, two hours, two something hours. Like that. Yeah. Two hour uh, workshop. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, two, uh, two hour power pack session of uh, just how to build a great culture, how to, how to pull everything together to really get your bones, that structure together of a great company. Um, You know, I, I, I come from a biblical background. And so a lot of what I do, I base back on that. And I think back to the times of uh, Moses and uh, you know, I believe it was Moses. Don't. Yeah, it was Moses. And and he had to uh, uh, lift his hands up. And uh, his arms were failing and, and Aaron and her came alongside him and lifted him up, you know, helped him. And there's there's no way he could have done that on his own. But because he had a great team on his side, he was able to achieve much more with help than he ever could on his own. Same thing with us. We're, we're no different. Uh, you know, we have to have a great team on our side to help push us forward. And uh, that's that's what I want to do. I want to build amazing teams so that we can push our businesses forward and just really accomplish some great stuff in life. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited. That's a great way to, to end off the episode and get everybody pumped for the LCR Summit. Coming up January 19th and 20th, day two is when Marvin will be speaking, the 20th Saturday. So go ahead and check out either the link in the episode description or just go to lcrsummit.com and get all the information there. While we still have tickets left, um, it's going to be a smaller group than some of the bigger conferences. So it can be more immersive, engaging, workshop uh, atmosphere versus like your typical big conferences where you just sit there and listen to someone speak. I want it to be a little more interactive. Um, so it's going to be a good time. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. All the information again, you probably heard that at the beginning of this episode and hear it again in another episode. And we talked about more meats and meat and potatoes of what Marvin's going to be talking about um, on the 20th. So I hope to see you guys there. Uh, thank you, Marvin, for for taking the time out of your day to, uh, to you know, kind of... Thank you for having me. Yeah, to kind of dive in a little bit here and get everybody uh, looking forward to what, what's to come. So... I wish you all the best, and I can't wait to see you in in, in Atlanta. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.